Welcome to Thawhack. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Thought Hack. Really quick, I want to thank our sponsors, Catalyst Case. My guy Anthony's back. He did um, one of the most popular episodes. Like we kind of fucked up with the the video and shit, so you can't really see the component of that. But you can. I'm happy about that, man. I was what? looking terrible in that video. Nah, man. nah, the video I was, was fire. At that video, man. I was <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> I mean, even me in the video, I, I we have the footage somewhere because I had the clip. We have the footage somewhere. We have to check in the process of moving things and so on and so forth. We have the footage somewhere, right? But um, because we had our guy edit the the footage we just hired a dude and he edited the footage and then he sent it to us and i forget where we put it and this is before we uh got the whole cloud situation going where everyone right, can access right, it right, right but we're gonna find it and we're gonna put it out nah, like so man, be forewarned all good, man. i look like somebody's <laughs> dad or uncle in nah, in the video we was, yeah. i was rough that day man yeah. i was i think we had like a long mm. work day and you, you came through and mm. set up and i don't know it's just one we of days, we man. look like we look like actual entrepreneurs that day versus the sexy like you know i was definitely a day yeah where i didn't do laundry mm. like i could tell like i was looking at my clothes i was like why did I, nah, I wasn't even matching man like i was terrible <laughs> if i was to tell people like some of my entrepreneurial stories like it's not it's zero sexiness to it nah nothing, nothing it, it's like sexy that. on ig but like now nah, we we look like we were putting in work that day yeah man mm. No, nah, man, I'm, I'm happy to be back, bro, man. You I know, appreciate you. In your brand new studio, man. The digs yeah. is crazy here, man. I mean, I, I took a tour before, but, you know, it's um, this is amazing, man. It's good. It's, I'm happy to see something like this in Newark, man. I think that's, you know, any, any that's, what's, that's what was missing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think more the more people know about this place, the bigger and better it's going to become. This could be the hub for, like... You know, because yeah. right now, like in other cities like Boston, mm-hmm. they got something called the Podcast Garage. Look that we up. We talked about that. We actually talked about that a while back. We did talk about that and, a while back. It and did. I do want to touch on it because there's some interesting things we could do. I'm going to show you like the back area. We're going to continue to expand in the space because in the and I don't want to just call them our landlords, but our partners, uh, the the guys here. Um they're really great in terms of seeing the vision, understanding that this is like something that's going to continue to evolve. I don't know if you saw like that that meme that was like, this is not even my final form. We're, we're continuously right, yeah, yeah. finding ways to tweak things and so on and so forth. We went out. Um, we're looking to buy like more cameras because we started shooting um, a, a new podcast in Studio A. And we just wanted to play around with the visuals. So we went and got like the C200, which is like okay. expensive as fuck, but just visually it, it looks spectacular. And I wanted this to sort of be a space where people could come in and with a focused vision create something. No, I think this could easily be that, man. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody else, um, Denise. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the big, the big thing I was saying was that, you know, Newark and New Jersey in general, we, we the audio hub. Like mm-hmm. there's so many people that, you know, we don't, you know, I'm not going to put their business out here on, on a podcast per se, but there's so many 
I would say high level audio executives and people, entrepreneurs who exist in Jersey and North Jersey alone. I'm not even talking about, you know, I I don't know nothing about South Jersey. It's probably the same thing. But right here in North Jersey, there's so many huge companies. Mm. MVP is actually their focus now at North Venture Partners. They're investing in a lot of audio companies right now. You know, um, we're talking about people who, you know, who are doing big deals with NPR and all these different. And then, you know, that one of the top podcasts on on NPR, on the Apple podcast, literally lived, you know, in Montclair, lived around like around the corner from me. Yeah. Never even knew it. You know, now I got a connection with that person. So it's like, you know, it's so many people here and it's so much energy and momentum here in Jersey that, you know, I this this place makes sense as like yo like why why doesn't Newark have a podcast garage well, you know what i'm saying like why don't we have the 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 equivalent of that well i think it's um like one i one of the things i've dealt with because when i initially started my company i went straight to manhattan and jersey especially newark is considered like a offshoot of manhattan if you're not in the city it's not really nothing's really happening so you got a lot of people who live in jersey but they do business or they operate in in the city right the other thing in terms of working here in terms of the creatives or everything like that the vibe is very well in entertainment in general like there's a vibe but in jersey the creative scene isn't like isn't flourishing in regards to like you know financial successes so there's this scarcity mindset right so it's like you win so i lose and it it becomes if it's a very hard thing to maneuver in and i'm not saying it's just jersey like i no it's it's it's, that's that's a black thing yeah the camera that's a black black, they're everywhere that's a black thing yeah. You know, but yeah. but we need to get over that. But I think, you know, when we talk about and maybe there is a little You're bit my of, favorite example of that, by the way. I mean, there's a little bit of competition in every business. Yeah. But I think when audio it's it's open game, man. There's such a new it's so much opportunity in audio. It's such it's so new. It's it's now a, a rising tide lifts all ship, ships situation now where we need North Jersey to become this hub. If if we're Agreed. all going to win, if we're all going to make sure we all like quote unquote get a bag, mm-hmm. then it's in our best interest for this area to become the place mm-hmm. for audio. And that means that yo, everybody got to play a part. Everybody got to be some. Be and someone's got to get there first. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to be the tester to kind of get out there and and you've been doing it. You've been. You've been I mean, killing it. I'm out here, man. I'm know, not trying to put your business on blast. Nah, there's a lot of people out here though. There's mm-hmm. a lot of yo. Yeah. If you knew, if I know. You, if you knew, like, yeah, and I'm, you know, look, we got, you know, there's a company called Veritonic. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying like, uh, one of the largest um, audio intelligence platforms in the on the planet, where you can use their data to make ads. You know, what I'm saying like they use their data to find out what voice will be. The best voice for Ooh, certain ads. And that's shit another like that. conversation I was going to Sub- ask you about. Subway uses them. So many brands use them. Mm-hmm. Like they they they've been like ad featured on Ad Week, all that. That's a New Venture Partners company, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there's another. There's so many other ones. There's Sound FM. 
A lot of people don't know Sound FM. The C the COO of Flipboard, which is a pretty big news yeah. organization, he quit his job. Before he was at Flipboard, he had a I think he had a high end position at Spotify. So as soon as he left uh, Flipboard, he started a company called Sound FM, which is a um which is almost like another place to upload podcasts, no different from Megaphone and a lot of those other platforms. Mm-hmm. You can have serious podcasts or like an anchor, right? Sound of FM is hosting so many high-end businesses now, including um, uh, the Athletic or, uh, or Players Tribune, all these different huge uh, businesses are now using Sound of FM. You know where Sound of FM is based? Mm-hmm. Right here in motherfucking Newark. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. I'm feeling this energy you know today, saying? man. Like, I'm feeling this energy today, like, man. Right here, they, they, yo, the, the founder. I'm on the phone with the founder every month. We talking. We got a standing meeting. Like I'm, this is like New Jersey, yo. This North Jersey is, and then let's not even talk the fact that Audible's based here. That that goes without saying. Your energy today is the, different. The, that yeah, because I I really believe, I like this. Uh, I like this aggressive end. I believe, yo. I I really do believe, yo. We're in a rising tide lifts all ships mm-hmm. situation right now. Like, we need to take advantage and make this area a very well known area for podcasting. How do you? Well, I mean, my thing is, I, I think it's one of those if you build it, they'll come situations on on this end because right now I'm primarily focused in if I create a a space that at the very least least is like self-sustaining then i'm good like i don't really care like i just like having my separate space so this is me monetizing something i was going to do anyway yeah um the the thing i was gonna go back to and touch on was that the the scarcity mindset thing we were talking about and you're my favorite example of this because we both have media companies that focus on podcasting as a a medium Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's overstating it to say you're a friend of mine. We, we talk all the time. We talk shop. We talk like, you know, all this other stuff. And there's, there's nothing but like whenever, and I'm not going to put your business out there. Cause we was just talking about some fire news you just got, unless you want to talk about it. I mean, I'm okay with that. You know, I can't link, I can't name names, but I'm yeah, okay with yeah. It. You just got it back. You guys just raised uh, a very large sum of money. We'll say in like, you know, the, is is many zeros yeah you know we, we i don't want to be specific i'm gonna let you be specific i'm not gonna be specific i mean you know we're, we're raising half a million all together okay all right so, congratulations yeah. that's yeah. first of all that's a big deal especially yeah. me knowing where everything started you and i have similar businesses we talk shop we we give each other's tips we 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 plug each other into different things we send opportunities or so on and so forth you've plugged me with things which I'm like, yo, there's no, there's no gain for you here. There's no loss either, really. Some people would see a loss here, but there's no, there's no gain for you. Why, why do you feel so comfortable working with someone that most people would see as competition? Because there is a gain for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's that's where you're wrong. There is a gain. I thought he was gonna say something mad sensitive, like, cause I, cause I love you, bro. Like, you know, nah, I mean, like, damn, it's a rising tide. If you win, I, I win. If True. you win, I win. If if you're bringing energy here, like you just mentioned, like you might do a podcast with a large bank. Mm-hmm. If you do a podcast with a large bank and you're based here in Newark, and now the news is, yo, Newark company does 
podcast with this large bank. You're, you're still creating the news and the hype around what I feel like would ultimately benefit every audio company mm-hmm. that's in this area. Saying, yo, like, Bring yo, what's us. going on over there? Like, yeah. yo, who, like, it must be something in the water over there. Like, what's going on? Like, I need to go over there. It's no different from Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. What created Silicon Valley was this energy. Now, of course, you know, it's more than energy. You need money too. So, of like, course. like, you know, we all have to be successful. So it's more than just saying a whole bunch of companies in one industry exist there. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. But if 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 we're all like getting money, creating jobs, being successful, raising money, doing big hits, shit like that, then then it really is gonna you know cause some damage. But we gotta. I think we're at the we're I think we're at the seed level stage of that right now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When you know, so I consider you part of that. I consider mm-hmm. this studio. Like I said. There's not a, a, a independent studio. The only other place where I've seen studios outfitted the way this is outfitted, mm-hmm. right? And, 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 and we're still growing. That's, I'm going to show you later, but. And you're still growing, but yeah. Audible. Yeah. That's the only other studio I would say, you know, and obviously it's millions of dollars and they got a lot yeah. of, you know, other stuff. But I would say Audible is literally the only other option when you think about everything ver- that's in here. The only other, only other place to get the kind of facilities that you got in here is Audible, and that's yeah. a million dollar company. That you're, if you're from the street, you're not walking yeah. into the yeah, building over at Audible, there. but you can walk into LEM. You can walk yeah. into Bricks Labs. You can, mm. you can. No, nah, not off the street though. Not like, off you got the street. <laughs> I mean, you still got it. It's still a, it's still some kind of filter, but still, like the point is, you know, you, this yeah. is way more accessible as a regular person. True. So. You know, that's why I feel like, yo, you're you're well positioned as a space um, to to benefit from that rising tide that we that I'm talking about. You know, it's and I and I hope so. And and my thing is like I I feel like there's a there's a value. I'm not focused on the value, but I feel like there's a value in being of service. Me creating a circumstance for you to get money is great for me and i don't and i'm not even the type of person to put my my hands in anyone's pocket there are certain situations that came here where i was just like you have something let's just help you figure out what it is before we even talk about the bread you right. know what i mean right now i'm writing a whole book on that yeah i got a book coming out Fire. in february called help other people win um you know and basically that's my philosophy on how i created my own success you know a lot of people think it's out hustling, out, you know, doing this. Honestly, man, this is really just trying to help other people win. Like, that's it. Like, you want to hear something crazy? And now I'm going to talk to you about your process, unless you don't want to share it. I'm working on I'm working on a book, too. I've been working on it for the longest. It was going to be an audio book. I think me and you discussed this called Weaponize Your Network, which I'm just going to have as a physical book. Like, right. the more I worked on it, the more I was like, I think I could figure this out, but the only thing is, and I'm going to be a hundred percent honest, I'm I'm going to work with someone to write it because I don't have the time to sit and write the whole Ain't thing. Ain't no shame in that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no I don't shame. I mean, I, I don't have any shame in it. Like no. it's <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be my book, all of my ideas, all of my thoughts, so on and so forth. Now, in terms of like them being written down yeah there's someone that's helping with that i'm also doing some of the writing but 
every word written is an original thought. And one of the chapters is about the success that for me has come out of I have I've gotten sponsorships simply by reaching out to reps for a company and say, what do you need? Right. Like, I don't need uh, I'm good. I don't need anything. I just how are you? Like, what do you need? I right. see you guys are doing this. Congratulations. What do you need? What can I do to help? Right. That's that's the key to life, man. Like, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, as far as self-pub, like I self-published my book, you know mm. what I mean? My first one, you know, and, and it's still, there's something to be said about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I you know, have I tried to get, you know, large book deals before? Yeah. Um, I had a large book deal on a table before and it got snatched away. You know what I'm saying? Not a large book deal in, in the sense where money, mm-hmm. but large book deal in the sense where it was going to be published by a very notable um, publisher. Publisher, And then, you know, when that got snatched away, that's when I was like, well, I'm going to write this shit anyway. And I ended up writing mm-hmm. um, Don't Dumb Down Your Greatness, put it out by myself. Which is fire. And um, I, I see, like, you know, it's made some waves. and It's still things. making waves, yeah. surprisingly. Yo, it's 20. I wrote that book in 2016. And we still, I'm still selling. I'm still selling books every month, man. You but know? I, I think that that's a testament of you continuing to make echoes yourself, which refocuses people on the book. It's like right. I love what this guy is doing. Oh my god, he wrote a book. Let's right. let's check this out. <laughs> that and then, um, you know, I think I think one of the things that while I am doing good selling the book, I think there's definitely room. Um, there are definitely mistakes I made as mm-hmm. far as like being able to sell more books. Um, I, you know, if you type black entrepreneurship or black entrepreneurship books on Amazon, I'm on that first page. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm one of the first books that show up. Um, you know, so I'm good. I'm in a good position, but there's not a lot of people searching for black entrepreneurship though. Yeah. So the volume. I've well, never even thought to type that. I just go entrepreneurship. Right. Right. So what to you, and this is, we could jump back to where you was at. What to you is black entrepreneurship? Just identity based. I feel like, you know, look, me, me getting to a million dollars is, is, is a lot different from a white man getting to a million dollars. You know, we, we got two different paths. We got two different privilege, privilege levels. Um, so there's a lot that a lot of black, that a black entrepreneur needs to know mentally to prepare himself for the war that he's about to go on that I think is a lot different from his white counterpart. You know, so in no disrespect, you know, I feel like my, my whole goal is not to not to use anything as a crutch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, look, you know. Image is everything. You know what I'm saying? Like the perception is everything. Everything counts. Everything matters. So like, for instance, I could, I, I remember doing an experiment, right? Mm-hmm. I remember, um, I had a quote that I, that I had, that I said, I put that quote out and it got like X amount of likes, like, you know, something like, like, oh shit. Like a lot of people resonated with that. A girl stole my quote. Who, you know, looking sexy. I, I, yeah, I already know where you was going with that. Looking cute, looking yeah. everything, and it, the shit skyrocketed. I yeah. was like, oh shit. Like, yo, mm-hmm. you know, so that showed me, like, look, it's two different things. So just imagine white skin versus black person. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It changes how far, it almost changes how far something can I, go I get organically. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel like if you a black person, you can hustle your shit through the roof and yeah. get to that level or even surpass somebody else's level but with the organic without even trying there's some people That's, who get a certain level of success and and, and if they deny that then no no i mean real. that's that's real shit now which would you rather have though 
there's a certain amount of yes, there's privilege. I, I it's easy for me to kind of walk through. I walk into a room and people assume nothing but good things about me. I have the benefit of doubt before I've even walked in, so on and so forth. And then there's the the level of grind that comes through adversity mm-hmm. and lack of resources that I think is built in. You get as more, a black entrepreneur, you become more creative, man. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't have a lot of those things. Because I wasn't uh, the cutest person mm-hmm. saying the, the smartest things. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't. It forced me to be a better marketer, be a better, you know, be a better, yeah, grind harder. be a grind harder. You know, read a lot more books, do a lot of more. So I don't regret none of that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, you know, it was like, yo, turn your disadvantages to your advantages, man. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Turn turn your disadvantages to your advantages, man. And that's what don't dumb down your greatness is all about. Like, how do I turn my disadvantages into my advantages? Like, I I look at a lot of the the things we go through in terms of like whether you say black creators, black entrepreneurs, so on and so forth, and then I'll go to a place like um and this is not to shit on anybody. I'll go to no, like no, I remember going to Collision Conference and looking at a lot of the the companies that were looking to get their like round B. You know what I mean? They've right. they've already gotten their round A or they've already Funding gotten like and B and, and you know it's like a whole different yeah. vibe, right? It's 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 nice. It's sexy right. in there. Like I've 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 watched like massive checks be written. <laughs> I did a deal myself out there for like twenty grand on like a napkin. So shout out to Collision Conference. It's it's lit out there, definitely. But me looking at a lot of the companies that are in their round B, and I understand, like, I might not, like, for instance, I might not be, like, a physicist, but I can look at a a company that plays in that space and sort of guess at the practical applications. I'm looking at a lot of these companies like, who gave you money? Like, what, like, why, why did anyone give, like, none of the, this doesn't make sense. I've seen companies pitch me as soon as I walk up, because like, you know, I, I've gone to collision as as media in the past. Pitch me as I walk up and start their sentence of I'm the Uber of X. Right. And I'm like, that doesn't really even okay. I know that's that's a buzz thing to say right now, but that doesn't even like explain what you do. Like right. it it sounds good, kind of, if you're not really thinking, but right. none of that makes sense. I've seen companies that I've worked with personally and don't get me wrong. They gave me big checks. So I fuck with it. But as they're spending money, I'm like, bro, why would you, why would you even give me this big of a check? I'm taking it, but why would you, you got a quarter of a million dollars and you just wrote me a massive check. You guys are spending money here and there. And then you have like your black counterpart that has to literally like squeeze every dollar to like finesse something. You guys have the funds and you you just can't figure it out, right? It sucks. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you laid it out, and I don't really have you know. That's mm. just the way the world is. I will say, you know, one of the things I learned very early on is ignorance is expensive, mm-hmm. and so that means from your perspective and the person that you're talking to. So obviously, if the person you talk to don't know no better, you can charge more, mm-hmm. and if you don't know no better. You're gonna spend more to get to to get where you need yeah. to go. So ignorance is expensive, and sometimes we can't help but to pay the price of that, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I think it's it's definitely 
um, I mean, I look at, you know, just to piggyback off what you just said in the beginning of that, um, you know, I, I just saw a company raise mm-hmm. hella bread. Like, and I was just like, yo, like, they ain't got nothing. Like, it was a, it was a mm-hmm. podcast company that literally said, here's our idea for what we're going to do as a network. Mm-hmm. But they had no podcast. They yeah. had no no traction, no. There was no metrics, was or no it, was, metrics. it was just. It was just like, yo, a, a, this is what idea. This is what I'm gonna do. And if they you could raised, finesse the bread, like they, how much did they raise? They raised two point three million dollars. Two point three million. You know what I would do with that money, bro? And I went looking, and I couldn't find any evidence of the work that they done. I even looked up the founder. I'm like, yo, you know what? I can't count out relationships. That's, so, I was just going to say, that's the thing. Maybe there's a relationship there. Like, I can't, you can't, you can't Google search a relationship. You know, some, some, some of those things you just can't figure out from looking at a LinkedIn that's, page. That's like backroom stuff. Like, right, right. So I'm, I'm thinking that has, that person could easily be a rich guy's daughter, niece, et cetera, you mm-hmm. know, blah, blah, blah. So connected. Connected. The, the company so, I was just talking about in reference to, um, several of their fathers were like partners in a bank. So their round A wasn't really their round A. Their round A was, I guess, technically, if you were going to count like the angel investment from like, you know, mm-hmm. their, their family or whatever. But they, they got money to get everything started for the most part. Like, you know, build out the, the platform and the app and figure out the back end. So for the most part, they, they got a little bit done, but that was through, like financing if you if you have enough money you can do whatever the fuck you want right so in that process i think things being so easy at that point becomes a disadvantage because you're used to things going well for so long you're kind of getting used to that instant gratification which i think is a detriment because my if i was to sort of create a recipe for an entrepreneur delayed gratification would be one of the ingredients you know what i mean that's that's the huge (laughs) nah i mean i mean yeah that's entrepreneurship man you know i tell people all the time i'm like look you know this is what you got to do to be successful and it's going to take you longer Mm -hmm. and then i also add that caveat to say did people get lucky yes yeah people got lucky there there are times where somebody did it on their first go yeah but for you to use that example for yourself the outlier as like you know the yeah right yeah. like yes people do get lucky there are people who they get it the first time they get out and mm-hmm. they and, and 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 it just blows up where they know the right person and they mm-hmm. they have the right relationship and you just can't you can't look at what other people that's why it's so important to really focus on what your goal is and where you're going and are you better than where you were yesterday because when you start comparing, you don't know what you're comparing to. I and, and just to give yeah. one example of that. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know, Gary V, I remember when people was big on Gary V. I remember when Gary V content production was through the roof, where he mm-hmm. was like putting out 10, 20 videos a day. And people were literally mimicking that. Mm-hmm. But they didn't see that Gary V had a whole damn team behind yeah, him. It, yeah, it's... But they were like one person trying to mimic. So that's what I, that, I think success... That's a perception thing, though. Right. Success works the same way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a perception mm-hmm. thing. Success works the same way. Where like, yo, you're looking at this company and you're seeing their success and you're like, yo, you know what? What I'm seeing is what how what led them there. I'm going to copy that. 
But you're not seeing what happened behind the backroom deals. That's, you're not seeing. That's, that's true. Those are the parts you don't see. And that's why it's so important that, yeah, you can use their public thing as for clues. But ultimately, mm. at the end of the day, you have to compare yourself just to your own success and where you were yesterday. It's, it's tricky when you compare yourself to a bigger company because, one, they have resources that you don't. They have uh, scrutiny that you don't. They have a team that you don't. Like, they're just built different. When I see a, a company of five people trying to mimic a company of, like, 5,000, I'm like, what? Like, why would you... Right. It's funny because we we had a conversation about speed and I was like the one advantage a smaller company has is you can move faster. You don't have to do all this rigmarole. You don't have to call like 20 people, send a memo and then echo down and then have meetings upon meetings to train people and let people know there's going to be a shift. You just stop and shift. Right. If it's three of us, tomorrow it's it's different. Right. We're doing this, tomorrow we're doing that and then to watch that group of 3 to 5 people go through like the rigmarole of or the bur- bureaucracy of a company of 5000 I'm looking like but why did you guys need right. to do that you guys have each other's number just send a text message and be like yo we're not doing that no more we're doing this we'll see I'll see you tomorrow right right yeah i mean um you know that's why i stop i mean i look for the big i look for clues in what they do but ultimately yo like i got to just do what we doing you know yeah. and, and and honestly that's why mentorship is important um, you know, being able to talk to people who have built those companies because I, I, re- I recently brought on, you know, I recently got, you know, some, some, some mentors in the podcast space, um, who have built, you know, big companies, you know, who have, who have done some big things. And, and when I hear them talk, I'm like, oh shit, like, you know, that you don't see that on social media. Yeah. You don't hear about that part. You don't hear about this part. And so, um, you know, one company was like, yo, you know, he's, he's doing wild successful. They, they projected to do 4 million in revenue next year. Um, and, 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 but, you know, let him tell his story. He's telling him out how he was like literally, you know, about to shut down like mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, you know, because things weren't going right and couldn't pay his people anymore and things like that. A fortune's turn. Right. So, you know, it's just, you know, hearing those stories help. You know, for me, and 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 it's so important to know your path is your path. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I think there's there are different entrepreneurs. Like I was I was reading about a story, and I forget what airline it was. You might know because you might have heard the same story, where the airline was about to go bankrupt, and I, I think this was like however many years ago, an airline was about to go bankrupt, and the CEO took the last twenty or like twenty two thousand dollars they had. Because they couldn't pay their their pilots, they couldn't pay anyone. They're already doing IOUs. They were asking pilots to fill up the the planes with using their own like credit cards and shit like that because like right. shit shit was like super skinny. He took the t- last twenty two thousand they had to Vegas mm. and used it to gamble, and he finessed out of that that twenty grand like I guess a little bit over like three hundred thousand dollars, and was able to bring that back and sort of work through the month and then after if that month they survived basically made the difference they were able to secure financing from a bank and then so on and so forth but like stories like that to me are the 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 stuff you don't you don't see it's no. the, the 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 moves you make and just like you know the hail mary tosses that right. people you there's no way you can you could like sort of 
put that on Instagram. I guess you could write the caption, but like capturing the the man. feeling in the moment. You like, can't. how do you quantify that and 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 like capture it in a in a in a picture? You can't. Or maybe a video you clip. You can't. You can't. That's I crazy. think that's why it's so important to get mentors. Mm-hmm. You know, you need you need people who got stripes, people who you know lost a lot. You know, like mm-hmm. for me, I don't want to repeat some of the mistakes. Like, I'm grateful to have you know people like that. And then even even if it ain't from your industry, it don't always got to be somebody that's doing the same thing you're doing. Like, yo, you can learn a lot from somebody who in a whole different industry, but they made mistakes. You know, building a team is still the same across the board. You know, managing people is still the same across the board. Uh, managing money is still the same thing across the board. No matter what industry you're in, if this person knows how to manage money, you're going to learn something from that person. Of course. You know, so, you know, there are universal truths that you can grab from almost anybody who has lived some life and made some mistakes. So I, I, I'm all about that, man. And, and, you know, the power of mentorship is important, man. I, I, how'd I you, can't understate that. How do you secure your, your own mentors? Um, Honestly, just reaching out. Mm-hmm. Reaching out. Sometimes they land on your, some, you know, it's a, it's a chance thing. Sometimes they land on your lap, pause, you know what I mean? But, and then sometimes, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. sometimes, you know, it just, you know, you get in a situation where it comes to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other times, um, you know, you got to reach out. You mm-hmm. got to, you got to shoot your shot, you know? And for me, you know, one, one mentor I got, you know, two mentors I got just from shooting my shot, you know, just shooting, just, just sending an email. Um, one mentor I actually got because I applied for a job at their company. Um, I had no intentions of taking a job whatsoever, but I got so far in the, in the, in the interview process that they ended up being the last person that I had to interview with. Mm-hmm. So, you know. So you went through all that knowing you didn't want to take the job just to meet this person. Yeah. I got offer. That's I got fire. an offer, like six figure offer. That's fire. Six figure offer, man. I couldn't mm-hmm. take it. It was tempting though. I mean, six. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say you were lying if you. Honestly, I've. It was just. I ain't gonna front. I started doing the math in my man in my head, like, yo, can I have time to do that and this? Like, mm-hmm. started trying to figure out if yeah, I had time Vanessa to do Bre- it. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, I've I've been offered, and fuck. Now that we're talking about it, it reminds me to to hit somebody up and, and follow up with them because I haven't spoken to her in like forever. But I've been offered jobs and. I considered them, but like the the freedom for me is is the yeah, thing. I, I love my freedom, man. Like, yeah, I love I love this grind, man. And so, I mean, do that. You know, for yeah. in, for, for mentors, you know, you can you can several ways to do it. Shoot your shot. Shoot shoot a DM. When I be on Twitter, I be like, you know, we, we was just talking about it before. Yeah. You talked about how having a podcast is the greatest networking tool. It is. You it's know, awesome. I remember I met, you know, with Fast Startup, our first podcast, a lot of the connections I create I created in the industry was because we were we were interviewing these people. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, we were building relationships. You know, when you ask somebody to interview, they 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 um their they're, guard they're more, goes. Yeah, down. they're more receptive. They're yeah. not, you know, they're not you can't say yo mentor me. Like, nah, yeah. just say yo, I got a podcast about you know, um, you know, maybe you're a painter. And you're like, look, I got a podcast about the painting industry. Would love to interview you, blah, blah, blah. You know, how you create your colors and shit like that. You know, mm-hmm. whatever you do. And then before you know it, you became a, you become an authority. Cause now you're, you're interviewing all these people 
who who are masters of their craft and painting, and then here you are, you, you have Talking access to, to all yeah. of them, and now now you're gonna attract. Mm-hmm. Now you don't even have to chase too many niggas. Like yeah. that, now you you've created authority, so that they might come to you now. Like yo, yeah. like I need to yo. I'll give a perfect example, man. Like with Fast Startup, a lot of these founders came to us and was like, "Yo, I would love to interview you. I would love to have an interview on your podcast." Of course, we had to vet them or not if they was official. We ended up interviewing a lot of people before they blew up, yo. Mm-hmm. Like. I remember the dude who 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 started this sneaker app that raised like millions of dollars. I think they shut down by now, but they they went on to raise millions of dollars, bro. Um, a barbershop app. I remember talking to dudes, being at events, hanging out with them. Yo, they went out. Yo, they they just raised millions of dollars not too long ago. I think I know the app you're talking about. Right, yo, like yeah. yo, just Buffer. A yeah. lot of people use the app Buffer. Yo, Leo Weirich, who's the founder of Buffer, the co-founder of Buffer, was my very first interview. Went on That's to fine. do millions in revenue with Buffer and all of that. And Buffer was not what it was when I interviewed him at that time. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of people look like, how you know this person or how you do that? How you do? Mm-hmm. Yo, they weren't that person. When I spoke to them, but that's you know that's I mean? the that's the advantage of valuing relationships over like it's transactional a, situations or or clout chasing. Or when I meet people. I just go off of, and I'm not trying to be like one of those like no, fucking hippies or whatever. <laughs> I go off of vibes because I didn't, as hard as I work and money's important and all this other stuff, I could be making way more doing something else. Right. And the reason I'm in this is because I enjoy the freedom it affords me. And I, I left working and making like you know high five figures and doing all this other stuff so i could live this life i mean i'm not going to trap myself in an unpleasant situation or or deal with people that i just don't want to be around right so if i if i start talking to somebody and the vibes are cool um like i was talking to the the chief um i believe uh he's the chief growth officer for i'm view and we had we had like a, a fire conversation. And it's crazy because I don't know if you remember Kim Kardashian. Like it was news because she made like a million dollars off the app when people weren't really that. doing. That. Yeah, so we were talking, we we're chopping it up, and even towards like the end of the podcast episode, which everybody could go out and see now. It's on iTunes and all the podcast platforms. The conversation was fun. We were talking, we we're laughing. It wasn't formal. I didn't feel like I had to put on airs or anything like that that's that's a vibe this is someone i would continue liking to like you know having building a relationship building rapport talking to someone and so forth and then there are other people you kind of where it's like this this was like kind of forced it it was draining i don't really want to talk to this guy again i don't give a fuck how much money he has like i'm i'm straight i'm good yeah some people a lot of rich people are weirdos bro like you know yeah so you know it's not worth it like a lot of people think <laughs> People think, uh, you know, just because you got, mm-hmm. you know, a blue check on Instagram that you, 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 you a cool person. That don't really mean anything. Or you no. got a million dollars in the bank. They'll, you know, these things don't make these people magically people that's worth having a relationship with or, or, uh, worth knowing or worth even yeah. helping, you know. So definitely, man, none of that stuff means anything. The, the funny thing in is like perception. Like I was talking to my kids the other day and I thought the same thing when I was a kid. And 
they assume everyone who's on TV is rich. <laughs> and I think that's the same mentality a lot of older people have with like influencers or whatever. So people chase this thing that almost doesn't exist. 90% of influencers aren't making any money. They just take good pictures, man. Yeah, they they're not making any money. They they basically sort of go out of their way to create the image of of success hoping that the the perception of success will create success. Right. If I look like I'm successful, Things are but, gonna happen, and it happens sometimes. That's fifty percent of the. Now, it does say, happen. Well, it does know, happen. That's, that's fifty percent of the. I've battle. seen. They just, I've, don't, they just yeah. don't got the other half. Exactly. Know? I've seen it happen for some people. Yeah, yeah. You now can, you, can, you can get yeah. there. You can some get there. Some people it. <laughs> you can get there. I don't know if we're talking about the same person, but I know some people that. No, nah, I'm, I'm talking in oh, general. Nah, I'm, I know specific a, people. Oh, 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 yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't talking about a specific person. I was more mm. so saying in general. That's yeah. a true it's statement. A like, yeah. yes, you can attract and create this aura uh, that literally can b- become real over time. I just mm. think some people, uh, what happens is they don't really believe it. Mm. So when they are being that, and then when they do get those opportunities, they usually squander it because they they haven't fully stepped into that to that person. But I think it's the the lack of of substance. It's like a box that's empty with like beautiful wrapping paper. Right. When someone finally picks it up and it's like, I choose you, and opens up the box, it's like there's there's nothing in it. But you know, vulnerability is the new cool. Yeah. You know, to me, I think any person, if you listen to this, if you watching this, and you somebody who feel like you got a big platform, but you're not, you know, attracting. Um, you feel like you ain't got no substance, then really it just comes down to um, just be vulnerable. Mm. That's it. You create your own content just by opening up a little bit. Because you're right. Point of view is important. There, there, there's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who, you know, they want to be famous for the sake of being famous. And I think they should open up and be vulnerable and just, you know, tell the <laughs> story, you know? So, uh, like, the the other reference in regards to substance is, like, there's a – I forget the guy's name, but he, he sort of did, like, the skit on IG. And uh, he basically plays a guy who's fronting for, for Instagram. So, he's walking up, and there's a construction site where they're building, like, all these, like, new homes and everything – and he's basically like, yeah, yeah, you know, move that over there. He's just talking randomly to like random people acting like this is, <laughs> this is his operation. And, um, I think what happens is there are people that do this in real life. Remember the lady who like, you know, when, when all that, um, Corona stuff was happening in the rioting, she jumped out of the car and pretended that she was like hammering yeah, and nailing that. stuff so she could jump that. back in the car. I think what happens is, Someone's going to buy that. And then they're going to realize you're not you're not about that life. Right. They're going to buy it and then they're going to be like, all right, cool. Let's go do some real estate or let's go do some nonprofit stuff or let's go, you know, do something. And, and you're not it. you're not built for it. Like you're not with it. This was all like it's all front. Yeah, it's like all like just smoke and mirrors and all that. Right. What's the end game? <laughs> What's the end game in that? I don't know. I couldn't tell yeah. you, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not there. Man. There were there are people there are people who and I think it's 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 fucked up because there's no there's no guide and people fool people into thinking you're going to get X amount of followers, you're gonna get two hundred thousand followers, you're gonna get five hundred thousand followers, you're gonna get all this and everything's gonna be okay. So people get that following 
and then realize, okay, fuck, I have the following. Like, I have no idea how to monetize this. I thought someone was going to contact me and give me a check. And it's becoming harder and harder to monetize your following now Mm -hmm. more than ever, you know? So on social media, I mean, it's not, if you got an email list, great. You know, you got a good way to, to begin things or SMS list. You know, when you got a bunch of phone numbers and you can do some SMS marketing, great. But, you know, Clubhouse is, is becoming really popular right now. A lot of people on there. You can get a ton of followers on Clubhouse, but I think it's going to fizzle. But up. you can't you can't monetize a lot of that. You you can't you can't there's no real way to monetize your following. Maybe if you started a club and you did something, maybe but but honestly, these platforms see the power. These platforms, especially social media platforms, know the power that they have. By controlling the audience yeah. and not letting you can get too much control of your audience that you build for yourself. And if you notice, a lot of social media is leaving this, hey, I follow you, you an influencer thing and kind of moving more towards the clubhouse community vibe. Like the next mm. wave of social apps are going to be very community oriented where it's no longer about, hey, you're this person. And you, you know, you, you're creating. I this. don't know if that's going to work because it's of not, people not are still in the finessing. States. No, yeah. don't get me wrong. There's a lot of finesses yeah. on Clubhouse, so I'm not saying yeah. you can't finesse. I, I think but. the problem. I think the problem with Clubhouse one, and I'm going to get back to the other thought, is the thing I initially enjoyed about it, and this is just my perspective, right. is the the fact that it, it felt exclusive in the beginning, mm. but now it's sort of like. Everyone having a voice is cool, but it's also a problem. Mm. You know what I mean? Right, right. I think, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're heading towards, it's just all about authenticity. I, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, own your audience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're going to take your audience to Clubhouse, cool, mm-hmm. wherever you at. You know, with podcasts, is definitely, you know, just to circle back to what we're doing as our profession. It's harder, yo. You know, like it's harder to own your audience with podcasts because your audience only want to listen to you on the platform where they at. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to like. I, I fuck with ABF on, on Apple. I don't mm-hmm. fuck with you on Twitter, you. Instagram. A lot of people, and that's why you know that's another reason why social media, the perception of social media, is so crazy. Because if you did look at my social media, you would probably assume. Oh, that that's a that's not really a company that's doing much. You know what I'm saying? But that you that, have to be in a know. There's very powerful people with like two thousand followers. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right. And and there's a lot of pie a lot of the top podcast companies, their social media sucks. Yeah. We do a better job. That's not their medium. If you looked at our social media, yeah. yo, we do a great job. I actually got um complimented from somebody who has like a big company. And they social media sucks. And they looked at us like, yo, y'all niggas doing great. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But we looking at them like, no, y'all doing great. Because that's not the <laughs> that's not the end game. Because I think social media, if you're not able to take that engagement and do something with it, it doesn't fucking matter. Right. And so the point I was making was that, you know, if you looked at our social, for instance, you mm-hmm. would assume like, oh, there's not much traction going on in that space, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not the case, you know, right now, you know, if you, if you looked at, that's what I said, it's all about ownership of your audience. Our audience only deals with us where, where they at. Yeah. They don't come and say, okay, I want to deal with you on all these other places. And it's the mm-hmm. same thing for every other podcast, uh, creator. Yeah. But we have a fairly large audience at this point, you know what I mean? But a lot of them don't mess with us on, on those social media. It, it's still, it's still wide open because I think people still don't even, 
understand what a podcast is fully. I've had people come and they're doing video content and they're like, yeah, this is, this is the podcast. I'm like this. I mean, that's not a podcast. You know what I mean? That's not a podcast. Like I get what you're trying to say, but that's I mean, not a, that's where, you know, I mean? you know, people want it to be a podcast yeah. so bad that it's starting to become yeah. that, you know, you can take, you could take, no, you can't, I'm, I'm one of the people, you can't change they're definitions. They you can't change definitions. They try it. You I could mean- very easily <laughs> take that audio file and drop it and then boom podcast but nah it's, i'm just dropping the video they trying their best yeah. i mean you know what the way i see it um first of all i agree with you 100 mm-hmm. percent, and that's the reason why with adf a lot of people early on when we was building a company was like yo you know when you're gonna turn the cameras on you gotta get your mm-hmm. video pop in you gotta do all this and and um I agree with them. Like, I was like, yeah, you're right. That's, that's a great way to grow. But I think we need to get really good at audio right now. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? And, and, and that's what we, we focused on early on was begin, be getting really good at audio. Cause it's one thing to just say, yo, let's turn on the camera. Let's talk. And those are great podcasts. Those are my favorite podcasts, actually. Yeah. You know, Joe Biden podcasts, all they do is turn the, the visual, I think, talk. adds a little something to it. Add some intimacy to it and stuff it like that. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. And the funny thing is about the video and audio, if you notice, if you go on YouTube and you're watching a video and the video quality is shit, but the audio is perfect, you'll continue to watch the video. If the video quality is superb and the audio is trash, no, you're, you're, you're done. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> we got really good at audio. I'm mm. gonna say that. You know, like we we got good engineers. I'm an engineer now. You know, mm. like I had to learn. You know, early on um, when I started this company, we didn't have you know many people, so I had to train myself to be a, a audio engineer. You know, and so um, and, and, and you know I became a good audio engineer. So you know we got really good at audio, man. That's mm. just that's just one of the things that. You know, I really, really early on was like, yo, this is something that we just going to we going to make sure we're 100 percent on. And it's been and and I would say we're reaping the benefits of that now. Um, Obviously, we want to we want to expand into more video properties and doing more stuff. Um, You know, maybe hopefully working with you on some video stuff. You already know we're about to do some stuff. Uh, There's there's a couple of things I'm going to talk to you about as soon as we get off. Animation. you know, we want to get into, you know, animation, hella expensive, yeah. but, you know, like things, things like that we want to get into. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to learn how to tell stories in, in, in an audio format first. I, I think my, my journey into entrepreneurship is like one, I just, it started off with, I feel like I could do that better. And I, I don't want to work for anyone I feel like is, isn't as intelligent as me or isn't as capable as me. And then sort of just turned into a, why don't we have more options? You know what I mean? I look at my kids and I think like this weird cycle we grew up in where you work hard in school so you could get a good job, so you could take care of your kids so they can go to school and get a good job so they could take care of their kids. And then it's like this this crazy cycle where it's just like, you don't have options. And the more I traveled, the more I was exposed to, there are people who don't live that way. Right. There, there's, um, and my favorite story was, um, this girl, I know I don't want to put her name out there and all her information, but we met, she was an entrepreneur and her company imploded, but like they, they raised a significant amount of money. So like, you know, they, they paid out everybody and so on and so forth. 
So she had a nice little chunk of change in five figures, and she just decided, I'm I'm out of the rat race. I might do a gig here and there, but I'm I'm gonna go to Bali or I'm gonna go to. Mm-hmm. She was in Peru for a bit. She was in Bali. She and you can live in these countries and live well, maybe five hundred bucks a month. Right. I know somebody. I know some entrepreneurs mm-hmm. doing that right now. Yeah. Yeah. And she just opted out. She was just like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm going to work here and there and work sparingly. Like, you know, like she has like gig stuff that like, because she does graphics and different things. So a company would do pay her like a grand to do like some type of graphic or yeah. some type of. And that's like two months. Yeah, it's two months she, yeah. she could work for a day and that covers her for like two months. And yeah. she could literally work like maybe six days out the year, six to 10 days out the year and just live she's not thinking about anything she's doing yoga on like some fucking mountain somewhere she instagrams everything she's eating food that i'm sure is like way cleaner than the shit i eat pretty sure and that's never no one's ever presented that to me as an option right i mean i'm seeing that more and more now you know a friend of mine's i was literally just talking to a friend of mine's who's in dominican republic Mm -hmm. Um, I have another friend in, 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 in Thailand. I have another friend who was in, in Tulum for like two mm-hmm. months at a time. Mm-hmm. Every other month, like, comes back home and sleeps at his grandma's house. Yeah. That's like a and nice back little to it. American yeah. re-up. He don't, he don't got an apartment. Yeah. He's like, let me go to grandma's house real quick for a good month mm-hmm. or two. And then I'm back in Tulum, you know, in my yeah. spot for 500 a month. That's it. Like, yeah. You know, so it, 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 I, I wish I had those options. Um, I you do. I, I mean, I do. I wish I was told about those options, yeah. you know, yeah. a little bit early. You, you up, you up. I, mean, I don't want to ruin I, it, but you, you're doing well. You could do that. Man, I mean, you, you could know, jump we, on a plane right now. We could do that, man. We could do that. But what's you know, what's stopping us from saying fuck it? Let's just go live on a a, a beach somewhere for the next couple of years. Nothing is stopping me from doing that. Um, I set my lease, but you know, mm. outside of that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, but but outside of that, you know, um, I think um, really just, you know, I, I I can't say mission accomplished and you know yet not the, not course. that the mission I get it. not that the mission can't be built other other place because it can, uh-huh. but there's some things you got to lay the foundation for before you go and be mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm chilling yeah. now, you know, da da da. So I think for me. Um, I'm going to be honest, that is the life I want to live. You know what I mean? That's something I'm looking forward to is getting to that point where, you know, I'm chilling, you know, doing all those different things and and going to a beach for a good month or two every other month, Mm. you know. Hell yeah. I'm going to do that. It. Like from from my point of view, a lot of single people move like that, though. Yeah, know what I mean, I, mm. I want to mention that too because I feel no, like that's I mean, important. Nah, you could do that with shorty. There's, there's couples that do it. Yeah, you could, you could, you yeah. could but yeah. I just want to mention it's a lot yeah, of single yeah, people yeah. who be saying. Of course, of like, course, <laughs> but you could do that with shorty. I, yeah. I mean, I get it though. <laughs> now, the the thing for me is, I think at this point I've already been completely ruined because life doesn't make sense to me without the hustle. I'll I'll get a bag where just from the point of view of yo you're doing all right you're not like you know bills right. are paid you could take a you could take a week off there's nothing really there's nothing crazy going on you could sit at home for a week I have to do something I don't know how to not do something because if I didn't work to get even if I made enough to cover me for the next four months and there's no pressure. Me sitting at home and not doing anything feels like we're not moving. 
Like, like shit, it, it, shit can't stop. Right. I don't know how to function. Even when I was on vacation, because you remember we did the, the VMA thing and so on and so forth. And what people didn't understand with the VMA thing was fuck the, the party component. That was a product activation that had to go a certain way. Because like there was like, you know, there were many things involved in that. And I was on, I was on a beach in uh, the Bahamas, like on my phone looking for service because I had to, you know what I mean? I was still trying to, like, I don't know how to relax anymore, which is a bad thing unless I'm working. I can relax once I know shit is still moving. If I don't know, I, I can't function. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's something that, you know, for me, um, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one thing I like to do to, 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 to relax is do, like, for instance, writing a book. Mm-hmm. You know, doing that book thing, you know, like to me, if I'm not working on my business, I need to be doing something, you know, that I feel like I'm contributing to the to the good, the, the overall good of growth. everything. Growth. Yeah. So to me, the book is like my extracurricular. Like that's mm-hmm. like the thing, y'all, if I'm not working on a business, let me take some time out to do this other thing, you know, and, and build that. You know who says something about that? Shout out to Erin. Um, she made a joke on... Instagram, where she was basically like, you know, it's a problem as an entrepreneur when your idea of taking a break or relaxing is, yeah, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to stop working and then I'm going to work on a personal project. Like that's, yeah, that was the funniest. Personal project. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's not relaxing. Yeah. That's that's not not relaxing. (laughs) I know. But like when, when I saw the me, I was like, bro, like that's definitely me. You Um, know what? I already committed to, um, to writing mm-hmm. so like i gotta to me my relaxing gonna come during my birthday like you know i've mm-hmm. the one thing is i tell a lot of entrepreneurs now is like you don't gotta take a break the same time as everybody else yeah you know everybody's breaking now because it's the christmas time and people want to break in and 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 you know in parallel to everybody else's break so they can but, i mean on. that's when everything shuts down so it kind of makes it a little bit easier when everything stops right. not to say your own personal project but there are certain things you're just not going to be able to do on Christmas. So right. it forces you to just kind of sit down. So for me, I'm like, yo, I'll do that sitting down on my birthday weekend or something like that. Like right now, we got a lot of things lined up, you know, that we got to get done before the new year hits. Of course. There's, you know, and then like we said, I already made a commitment personally to to write the the thousand words a day for like a good 50 days, you know, hopefully to get to 50,000 words. Um, it seems like a lot in and. When you think about the long term goal, but you know, thousand words a day is doable if you, you know, working at it. And so for me, um, you know, you know, I, I want to knock that stuff out. Then I'll take a break. You know, like I don't, I don't, you know, I, look, people go on little week long vacations on their birthday all the time. I've seen people take like 10 vacations since COVID started, man, just crazy. Um, but I mean, shit's, you know, <laughs> shit, shit's going to dry up. I seen somebody, soon, I seen somebody on the beach like three, yeah. four times. I mean, like, shit's going to dry. I mean, it depends because like, you know, a lot of people, unfortunately, I'm not going to get into that. It's, yeah. it's just, it's just been a very yeah. weird year. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll wrap up. Um, the last thing I'm going to touch on before before you go, because I know we we got to wrap. Um, the the whole entrepreneur thing, because I'm glad you brought up COVID. Right. How do you think the landscape changes 
when things go back to normal or as close to normal as things could be. Some people are going to walk out with scars. Some people are going to walk out with with with, with bags. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. One or the other. Either you either you walking out as a business, of course. Mm-hmm. Either you walking out at, uh, victorious or you working out. You walking out with scars, you know, like you you took it out or dead, you know, that yeah. business can be dead too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. strictly business. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, oh yeah. yeah, just from a business point of view. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, yeah, there yeah, are yeah. people dying, and, and my heart goes out to everybody right, who's right. a victim of COVID. But strictly from a business, strictly perspective. from a business perspective. But yeah, I think I think um, that's really where mm. we're at, bro. Like you know, because you know, to be honest, like you know, I'm being very cautious by saying this. But this is a really good year for me. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I think, you know, and when I'm I say glad you said cautious, that, you know, I think for a lot of people, it's been a good it's year. It's been a great year, but it, I feel shitty saying it because, you know. Right. You know, so don't dim your light to make, you know, other mm-hmm. people comfortable. You know, don't dumb down your greatness, et cetera. Yeah. You know, no, no, no. Pun nice plug. But, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's, I'm being cautious, not cautious, but I'm being mindful to say, like, I understand that a lot of people who, because of the situations, but we, you know, being a tech enabled business has been a benefit for a lot of people. Being a tech enabled business, that's, you know, and tech enabled meaning like if you had a store, maybe you had an e-commerce portion of that store mm-hmm. and you weren't, you didn't go down completely because, you know, maybe your business completely shifted to e-commerce. And and you figured it out, yeah, and you which is fantastic. Or maybe you, you know, you found this, this down period allowed the world to slow down and allowed you to, you know, get, get money together that, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't really, you know, available at a certain time. Or maybe it took... Mm-hmm. Other competition out, and you were the last one yeah, standing, and, and now yeah. you were you were more like inventive, or you were more imaginative, and things slowing down enabled you. Because I know a couple of people where things slowing down enough gave them the chance to kind of get their arms around their situation right. and 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 figure it out, right. But then other things are like it's just scary watching what's what's happening with like um, the movie theaters, for instance. <laughs> has been like it it sucks like you know actors and like i mean it's it's not like a like i mean yeah they have to make a livelihood it's it's, right it's, it sucks because like people are gonna be like well you know fuck them they're millionaires but right, right, it you know there there is the art component i do like the the theater experience but like i, do too. You know, I really do too like yeah. honestly when people's like yeah you know, it's good. They archaic and all. I wasn't really in agreement with that. That was the one old business that I was like, it wor- I ain't really it's, with that. Like, it works because even though I went and I bought a massive TV, the TV's it's ridiculous. Not it's not the same. I have the surround sound. I have the nice couch. I just bought a, a sound massive, bar. Yeah, with the sound bar. That. The TV's it's, massive. It's not the same. It's a massive TV. It's not the same. I keep saying massive to to show you how big the television is. It's like 4K. Like what size? What size is it like? It's like 80. Oh my goodness. It's 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 crazy. And it's not it's, it's not the same. Still it's not it's the same. nice as fuck. It's not the same. It's Playing same. Xbox on it, I can't go back now. Right. Cuz it's it's a different <laughs> it's a different vibe. You got to play Hogbusters. Yeah. Man. That shit fire. Word? But, but yeah, man, I've been playing Hot Busters yeah. on um, Series X. Mm. I just got the Series X. Like, nice. well, I got it when it came out. But, yeah, you you um, got. There's no way to buy it now. 
Yeah, yeah, I got it when it came out. Microsoft, I, I ain't they, like they, um, they, they sent me the Series S. I was hoping to get the X, but they're just like, yo, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing left, there's nothing else. I was there's lucky, left. yo. I ain't gonna yeah. lie, yeah, look, that's another podcast. We'll yeah, talk about yeah, that. yeah, we'll but, talk but about I, it. I was lucky, man. I was mm. on pre-order day. I was like, like yo. I had six yeah. windows up. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna get one. I wish I did it because I was sitting around like they're gonna take care of me. I got two Series Xs. I canceled one. Because my I was about brother, to be like, I'll buy that shit off you right now. I got two Series X's. I canceled one because my brother, I was like, yo, Will, I got you one, bro. Because mm-hmm. I, I knew he was at work. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, Will, I got you one. You good. Just pay me mm-hmm. the 500 He was mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm good, yo. Just cancel that shit. And in my mind, you know, I was busy. It was the middle of a work day. So in my mind, I wasn't even I thinking about. somebody. I wasn't even thinking about either reselling or I wasn't thinking about none of that. My boy paid eight fifty for his. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. I could have easily grabbed, I could have easily had two, man. Yeah. I, w- I just wasn't, because you know what? In my mind, I didn't think about, I didn't foresee this happening. Yeah. Like the p- supply constraints, mm-hmm. all of this shit. I didn't foresee this. And, and you up, so you're not looking at angles. I mean, but, no, nah, <laughs> yeah. man. Nah. No, there's certain angles I don't pay attention to anymore because, like, once you get to a point, you're like, I, I don't need to hustle a couple hundred dollars out of this. I'm nah, straight. I would have did that, if I would have mm-hmm. known, I would have did that. But I would have never guessed like Xbox wouldn't be available for Christmas. Like to me, I'm thinking all the big consoles yeah. are going to be available. And what for what Xbox, what Microsoft is doing with Xbox and how they're pivoting that that model is brilliant because yeah, the they're doing does, yeah. they're treating it like um, the iPhone. I think Sony's trying to steal a play from their book, but Microsoft goes a little bit deeper because. You can walk out of your house, shift your your game to another device. Right. Walk into another goes with you no matter where you go. Like we're gonna put an Xbox here. I can literally leave the house. Right. And then pick up my game here when as soon as I pull up. Nobody's talking about that. Look, that's another podcast. Yeah, it's another podcast. I know you gotta go. I I, I can talk about. I know. Like I got so much to say about. We gotta do gaming shit. Okay, we're gonna do another episode. We're gonna do do a gaming joint. I wanted you did the the thing with the the guy who invented the controller. I want to do a gaming show. Like we should like co-produce that or or figure something out with. I think that'd be fire. I got an Audible original coming out. Um, called Raising the Game, man. It's about the, uh, the, the inventor, Jerry Lawson, man. Netflix did like a small little 15 minute segment on him mm-hmm. on one of their, um. But he got, like, you gotta highlight this. Yeah, man. We, we, we got his whole life, bro. Like, we, we, we got more than anybody has ever gotten on this guy's life, man. We talked to everyone. We talked to people, people, people thought were dead. You know what I'm saying? But they, they well, they alive and well. And we, we was able to. No one even them. bothered to look. Why even bother to look, man? Like we we uncovered some really. So big you guys shit, like secured the rights to to his life story for podcasts or with the um dude? yeah well mm. not really. we could go deeper in the net because I know you gotta yeah, go yeah like it's it's we well ABF owns the IP we own that you know um I would say we 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 gotta do a show of video games and we gotta do a show on IP because I don't think people understand how important it is but then the ownership conversation has nuances that I think people are right. ignoring we don't own mm-hmm. the rights to his life yeah story that's like a yeah. movie television mm-hmm. movie thing but we do have permission to tell his story from directly okay. from his family was involved in the podcast so mm-hmm. you know I got his daughter his son I got but the, the podcast could always spin out into that property and that IP could always be spun out into something yeah, you know, else I, that's I can't speak on that but you know yeah. you hitting on the right notes okay you cool. know those are things I, that, I, I brought something up my bad those things that you know um 
can happen. Mm. Um, I hope happens, mm. you know, um, you know, quite frankly, but those are always question marks, man. You know, those aren't necessarily always promised. Mm. Obviously, if it becomes larger, then, you know, that's something we can, you know, explore, but. I'm going to stop there. Uh, I know you got to go. I always love conversations with you. It's always the nah, best podcast. Dope, we got to do one on gaming. We got to do one on IP. Nah, but I, I already like, know. Yo, there's not really too many black gaming pod. Don't get me wrong. There's yeah. a lot of, but not done on this level. Like, yeah, I got you. There's a lot of people in their they bedrooms with the lights behind them. Yeah. And, and you know, again, like, you know, doing this exactly. Twitch shit, but there's not like a legit. Game and it's a podcast. shame because I know a lot of people who've been doing it for a while and don't invest in the infrastructure. Like you, you've done enough at this point where you shouldn't still be. Like you, you got to step it up a little bit. But that's a different I, conversation. I know what you're talking about, so um, and it's not just because I know who you think I'm talking about. It's not just him. It's it's no, like it's a whole a slew of, of yeah. It's a lot of people. People, people yeah. want to you know content creation is creating so many like comforts a, a motherfucker man. Con- there are a lot of content cre- content creators wasn't mm-hmm. even a thing. Yeah. Now that's like a thing. Like yeah. We're content creators. Like, you know what I mean? And it's almost synonymous with entrepreneurs. But they're not. Like it's so interesting how there are, it works. There are overlaps. If you create a Venn diagram, there there is some overlap, but it's it's definitely not the right. same. Right. So that should be your next podcast. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a content creator and an entrepreneur? You gotta come back. I mean, you're on vacation, come back and do another <laughs> another drawing. Like, I don't know the difference. Yeah. I wanna sit and listen. Oh, okay, but I'll I'll do it. I'll I guess I call expert. Tell me, I'm trying to right. learn, man. Like, cause <laughs> I hear niggas talking yeah. about content creators yeah. every day. It's, it's I, not the same. I'm shit. a content creator. You, because you're a content like, creator. Once you create the content, you have like what you want to look at as, I guess, a product or whatever, but you still have to deploy or apply that in right. some way. And is right. that's where the entrepreneurship comes into. And but lot, we can talk that's about That's where it. a lot of people mm. should. Yeah. Unless they're lucky. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. So uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you so much. And I appreciate Peace. you for, yeah, for coming out, having this convo with me. It's dope, man. The studio's yeah. fire, man. Yo, y'all about to blow up. Best studio yeah. in Newark. Hands down. I uh, appreciate so. you. I'm going to use that as a soundbite. Oh, um, and real quick, thanks to Catalyst Case. Shout out to Chris. Catalyst Case is the only company that I will ever allow to put a phone case on any of my phones. I think, did I get you one or? You did. I don't got it on me now. Okay, but. You did give me, you did. Um, and, it's, and it's fire. It got the I little mechanism that. on yeah, the side. It's, it's flames. Yeah. This has been Thought Hack. Thanks for watching. Peace. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Catalyst Case. This is Reg, and you're listening to Thought Hack.